You're listening to the Sexmancers Podcast, but first, let's take a few moments and thank our sponsor. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where you forgot a birthday, an anniversary, or Valentine's Day? Maybe you're on a bad date and you're looking to escape fast. Or your significant other's out of town and your favorite toy just broke. There's no need to worry. Credit One Bank has your back with the Credit One credit card to cover the emergencies you need to get through your life. And when used responsibly, you can build up the credit score you need to make those large purchases you've always dreamed of at the best possible rate. So get the Credit One credit card from Credit One Bank and never have to worry about those little emergencies ever again. Now, let's get into today's show. Sweat, baby, sweat, baby, sex is a Texas drought, me and you do the kind of stuff that only Prince would sing about. So put your hands down my pants and I'll bet you'll feel nuts. Yes, I'm Cisco, yes, I'm Ebert, and you're getting two thumbs up, you've Welcome back. Hey, I want to talk to you about how you can deal with stress because stress will do a lot to a relationship and your sex life. It really will. It is amazing how much stress can get to a person. And you know what? You're no different. Stress is going to get to you and how you handle it is going to determine the course of your relationship and the amount and satisfaction of your sex life. It is. There is no questioning that and stress you know can be at from home it can be from work it can be you know from anywhere family even it can even be just from random big events that you may or may not have thought that you were prepared for and yet it will happen right the stress will come on you'll get overwhelmed it may be temporary it may be long term But how you deal with it will determine how soon you can get through the stress and get your relationship and your sex life back on track. And you know what? I want to share with you a story of something that's happened recently. It did cause uh, stress in my life, but, you know, it it also did uh, other things. And so recently I had a family member that passed away. You know, an uncle. And this was a guy that I was, you know, fairly close to. You know, growing up, you know, he taught me how to bowl. We did bowling leagues together. Uh, we, you know, he, I helped him out a lot with his business, you know, his pawn shop. You know, going around, helping to load things up uh, that he bought, unload them. And he recently passed away. Now, we knew he was going to pass away uh, six months before he did. I mean, we had the heads up that he was dying of cancer. But that didn't make it any easier when it happened, when we received the news that he had passed away overnight in his sleep. And with that, you know, with that, you got all the calls that need to be made, you know, to creditors, banks, and such uh, in order to get the fax numbers to send the wills the death certificates 
you know, all of that junk. And then, of course, coordinating uh, with everyone, trying to, you know, plan the funeral, what's going to happen. I mean, it is a lot of stress. Now, there are times, um, you know, that this is going to happen. And the reason why I say this is because how you deal with the stress that comes with a death in the family and how you deal with stress from work or financial stress, it does make a difference, right? It does make a difference because you can't handle them all the same. And if my wife had gone off and handled, you know, the stress and the sadness that I had uh, with a passing of a family member, the same way she would handle, you know, the stress that I was feeling during times of financial difficulties or, you know, when I had issues uh, going on at work. You know, it, it wouldn't have worked out the same. So let's go through the different types of stress and then let's put together the game plan for how you're going to deal with it. All right, so the different types of stress. One, death in the family, you know, or death of a close friend. That is one type of stress. The second type of stress comes from work. You know, you're putting in long hours. You have short deadlines. You know, you have sales quotas or efficiency quotas or whatever. And that seem to be somewhat unrealistic at times. And you're having to push yourself incredibly hard in order to be able to meet those goals, meet those quotas. Or, man, you know, it seems like all you do is live at work. You go to work, you're there, you know, 12, 14, 16 hours a day, and all you have time to do when you get home is just go to bed and repeat the day. That is going to pile on quite a bit of stress. All right. Second, you know, is stress from home. You know, you never have time to rest and relax. You know, you never get that downtime. You know, uh, for instance, you get home from a nine to five and all you want is a half hour to 45 minutes for peace and quiet to relax, to unwind. You know, maybe, you know, you have some sort of relaxation ritual, like you grab, you know, a, a bottle of brandy and you pour yourself just a glass, not a big glass, but, you know, a small glass, you know, or you like to soak in a tub, you know, for a little while, or just watch a little TV, right? You want, you know, you don't have that unwinding time, you know, that gets to you. And it feels like you're having to shoulder everything. And of course, you know, sometimes that happens. There are going to be seasons in your life where, you know, you put in a long day's work, you come home, you got to go to the kids' art shows, you got to help them out uh, with some homework, the school has, I don't know, raffle tickets that you need to take your kids uh, around the neighborhood in order to try and sell. You know, you, you got a lot of school commitments as well. Or, hey, you're trying to figure out how to get time off of work so that you can be a parent and take your kids on a field trip, you know, chaperone on a field trip. There's a lot of stress that can come uh, from within the home. If you don't have a game plan for you to be able to switch on and off uh, the responsibilities and relaxation time, not to mention all the house cleaning that goes on. All right. So, I mean, there is a lot of stress that can be from home, 
you know, and that can even be, you know, doing some remodeling or, you know, you got a really, you know, big fix it yourself or type of guy. Right? There's a lot of things that causes stress. Just be aware of them. You know, it could be that the biggest stress is one of your kids, right? One of your kids, uh, one that just never leaves you alone, needs every last second of your attention. And after a long day's work, you don't want to go through with that. Okay. Then we want to talk about financial stress. This comes from living paycheck to paycheck. You know, being deeply in debt. And you're going through, you know, the budget, the finances, all of that. And you're just trying to figure out how you're going to be able to get by enough to be able to cover, you know, uh, taking care of your family's basics and still being able to keep the creditors off your back. You know, you may be, uh, in order to try and deal with the financial stress, you may be causing additional home stress by doing a, a second job or you know, running a, you know, a part-time eBay business. The main thing here about stress, if it's not emotional stress uh, from the passing of a loved one, then the stress usually comes from you're working incredibly hard and you just don't have any time to relax, to enjoy life. I, I want you to be aware of that. And, you know, especially uh, you ladies here trying to figure out why your man seems grumpy. Why he seems to want to bite everyone's head off. Right? And, you know, just always in some type of mood. I guarantee you, for the most part, the reason why is going to be because he's dealing with a lot of stress in his life. And what he needs from you is to relieve that stress. Now, there is both sexual and non-sexual ways in order to relieve some of the stress for him to, so that he can go back out on the very next day and crush it. Now that you've identified the source of the stress, you will be able to then go through and put together your plan to manage the stress of your partner so that they'll be more relaxed, more capable of putting in the time and effort into the relationship. Now, if it is a stress caused by death in the family, you'll need to give that a few days time. You know, let them work through things emotionally. This is not, this is probably the one time where the solution is not to go straight into uh, sexuality. All right. So, what you're going to want to do here with the death in the family is give them a few days, you know, and the only thing you want to bring up is just talking about memories, you know, try to get the guy to open up, you know, emotionally, which is not easy. Granted, that is not easy, you know, and maybe that means, you know, letting him, you know, go through a bottle of scotch, a bottle of brandy, what his drink of choice is. You know, and then as he's a little tipsy, you know, go ahead and start, you know, trying to open up emotionally. Don't go straight into, well, how are you feeling? You know, just start prodding about, 
you know, memories, you know. Hey, what is one of your favorite memories of so-and-so? You know, get them to open up. Now, this also requires a little bit of caution. If the guy that you're with is an angry drunk, okay, this is not the best time. But if he's kind of one of those more mellow drunks or just a talkative drunk, okay, you can go through and let this, you know, happen. And maybe he doesn't like drinking at all, okay. Maybe this is the time to let him just work out, exercise. In fact, maybe one of the things that uh, you should do is uh, get him to the gym, get him to, you know, uh, you know, running, get him to bike ride, you know, just kind of, you know, get him out there and start trying to cheer him up because physical exercise does a lot to alleviate stress and all that. Uh, but I mean, this is going to be a touchy situation and you're going to have to use what you know about your guy to figure out whether it's, you know, drinking, whether it's just letting him relax and or getting him outside, you know, for, you know, exercise or whatever. All right. This is going to you know, be a delicate situation here, but you want to give him at least three, four days to deal in process before you start, you know, trying to, you know, get back connectivity into that relationship all right now beyond that you know the other situations can be handled much the same way like for instance you might not be able to do a whole lot about long hours at work short deadlines and quotas you may not be able to you know uh, deal with you know uh, an idiot boss that they have to deal with but you can start you know, alleviating, you know, the stress and the burden of that. You know, just the same way uh, you can deal with the home uh, stress of not having any relaxation and still being on, uh, you know, full steam ahead until, you know, it goes to sleep. You can deal with that. Now, financial stress, you're going to have to do uh, a little bit more, just like uh, with a death in the family. This one takes slightly more. All right, so let's talk about uh, step number one. Well, step number one may just be giving a back massage, right? Non-sexual back massage. You know, this helps, you know, relax, you know, get into a, you know, state where the stress is just kind of melting away. Hopefully you're good at and you know how to give a good back massage and shoulder massage. Just kind of going through with that and then just... You know, letting him dictate whether or not he wants, you know, more than just a massage. But just be content with a massage because it does go a long way. I mean, just a uh, number of times when I've felt stressed and I'm sitting at my home desk and, you know, just going through, you know, the list of everything that needs to get done and having my wife, you know, just come into the room just start standing behind me and rubbing my shoulders. Oh, man, I can't tell you what a relief that, you know, can be. You know, just sitting back, you know, her rubbing my shoulders, you know, and then my eyes close. And, you know, it, it feels like the weight of the world at that moment is being taken off my shoulders. 
giving me a few minutes to relax. In fact, what I have found interesting is when she's doing that, I have found that that's where some of my big breakthroughs come from. That and showers. I don't know why, but, you know, a nice hot shower, you know, is where solutions to problems can come to me. It's when I'm just relaxing and not thinking about everything. It's like a eureka moment. And then getting that solution, you know, eliminates the stress, brings back the excitement. And that is able to let me focus and go after the big prize. All right. Now, another thing, as far as sexuality goes, when your guy is incredibly stressed out, you know, from whatever reason, this is the perfect time to just tell him, you know, to just lay back and relax. You know, lay back and relax. This is where, you know, if he's sitting in front of the TV, you just, you know, go up to him, drop to your knees and just tell him, you know, I love you. Enjoy this. Right? That'd be a great time. Or even in bed, you know, just reaching over and grabbing his cock and just telling him, hey, you know, I want to give you something you'll enjoy and just go to town. This is also a perfect time, you know, for you to get up on top in the cowgirl position and just tell him to lay back, you know, and enjoy while you ride on top of him. And you ride on top of him until completion. You know, I mean, that's going to do a lot to relieve stress. In fact, sex does a lot to relieve stress. It's been proven. Uh, with the hormones uh, that are released and everything, it's proven to, you know, relieve stress and improve moods. But during times of stress, this is the perfect time to start doing that, where you just tell him to lay back and enjoy while you go through and take care of him and have it be all about his pleasure. All right, now let's say... You know, you're not in the mood, right? You're not feeling, you know, horny at all. Because, you know, let's face it. Guys stressed out, angry, and short-fused is not exactly a turn-on, right? I know this. You know this, women. So what can you do to get yourself in the mood? Well, they got pills, essentially like Viagra for women. You know, and you can go through and decide, do you want to take those one-dose pills that are designed to, within an hour, make you the horniest woman in the world? Or if you want to take daily supplements because, you know, you have a low libido and you need to increase that. Okay, you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Go ahead and take those daily supplements. Now, you probably don't want to start the daily supplements until a very night when you're going to engage in sexual activity because you want to know how hard it's going to hit you. You know, maybe you just take, if it says, you know, take one to two pills at a time, maybe you just start off with that one pill. You know, the idea is to be able to keep yourself in the mood. And here's another thing. A horny woman does relieve stress for a guy. You know, I'm not sure if you know this, but, you know, when you're coming a lot and we can just smell, you know, you, you know, we can smell the scent of your pussy, you know, you know, filling the room, 
I mean, that will relieve stress and immediately turn the guy into a more romantic person because he can sense what's coming. You know, no pun intended there. Right? So, I mean, that's a couple of things uh, that you can do. Now, maybe, you know, uh, you know, just getting on top isn't enough. You know, it depends a little bit on personality. You know, if the guy likes to be on top because he's the domineering type. Well, you know what? Sex is a good exercise activity. It just is. You know, and there's no disputing that. And because of that, not only do you get the benefits of, you know, going for a run, going for a walk, you know, the mood improvements there, but you get the extra mood improvements from the sex. So it doesn't really matter, you know, if you're on top or not. You want to make sure you just offer that. And then if he wants to be on top, you know, you just go ahead and let him. You know, this is all about relieving stress. Now, getting back beyond sexuality, right? Because remember, I told you that if it's financial stress, it takes a little bit more than sex, you know, and, you know, exercise to be able to help him relieve the stress. And of course, you know, one of the things that you can do you know, before we get into ways to relieve financial stress is, I don't know, if he's, you know, really stressed out and you don't work as many hours as he does, you know, work on keeping the house clean. You know, yes, I get it. I get it. You know, you may be like, well, why is it my job to clean the house? Well, if you're, even if you have a job, if you're working eight hour days and he's working 14 hour days, yeah, okay. It, I hate to break it to you. But only one of you has time to even deal with the house. And, you know, coming home to a cluttered home, tripping over everything, is only going to add to that stress. You know, and as far as meals go, okay, yes, maybe a little cooking. Or maybe just figure out when he's going to be home and have, you know, takeout ordered to be delivered at that time. Right? So there's things that you can do around the home that will help relieve the stress. But in financial situations, one of the things he's going to need the most is a partner, right? A partner where instead of just leaving it to him to manage all the money, you know, create the budget, manage the money, try and figure out how to keep you on track because you won't even bother looking at the budget, you know, and then him getting uh, upset, you know, and having all types of money fights. Here's a non-sexual way in which... You can help alleviate that stress, you know, which if combined with sex will produce amazing results. One, you're going to need to get in to the budget and discuss money with your husband, with your boyfriend, with your fiance, right? whatever it is. But mostly if you're combining your money, it's going to be your husband. Right, so what you're going to do is you're going to ask to see the budget. Then what you're going to do is you're going to take a look at that budget because chances are he's just guessing at what some of the expenses are. You know, he, he may not know how much the box of diapers for the child is actually costing or how much you really spend on groceries. You know, because maybe you're mixing groceries with 
laundry detergent and other miscellaneous households and he's just you know making random guesses right if you're the one that does most of the purchases and buying and shopping you can dive into the budget and take a look at how much you really spend and then adjust the budget for that and talk with him going hey you know what in all honesty you're over budgeting in this category so you know what if you reduced it by this amount, we could free up some money and then, you know, get a little bit uh, more debt, you know, paid off with that money. Or we can utilize it for something else over here or even just free up the budget to save up for emergencies. And, you know, maybe you ask him how he goes about creating the budget, you know, so that every so often you can make the budget and then you can rotate and take turns. And um, before the budget is set, you know, you come together, you kind of go through it, agree on uh, the expenses and everything, see how much uh, debt can be paid off, how much money can be saved, you know, all of that. Get yourself into a financial situation. You're going to need to be an active partner and active in uh, the financial decision making. You know, don't just lay it all on his lap. And then secondly, when you're doing uh, this to help them out, you're actually going to need to stick to that budget. I tell you what, nothing, you know, explodes financial stress. Then, you know, the guy, you know, putting together a spreadsheet or using a program, you know, or whatever it is, trying to go through the finances, getting it in order to take care of everything and even make a little bit of headway on the debt. You know, the student loans, you know, especially. And then looking at the bank account and seeing the spouse just spending all willy-nilly. You know, just going ahead and swiping that debit card without a thought in the world. And all of a sudden you got, you know, several overdraft fees. All right. So that's only going to cause additional financial stress. So you need to be able to actively participate in the finances, setting the financial goals, you know, are agreeing to the financial goals, and then being able to go from there to, you know, active participation, you know, massages, you know, uh, making sure that every so often sex is about him, you know, getting some exercise, you know, chipping in so that he doesn't feel like the weight of the world is all on his shoulders so that he doesn't feel like he's carrying the burden of everything and you're just going off having fun. And so those are some ways in which you can deal with stress. And as the stress melts away, right, he's going to be happier. Happier people are more engaged in their relationships. So you see, this is a circle, right? That, well, you know, and we can call it a vicious circle that he gets stressed. You know, you end up uh, being turned off by the way he's handling stress. Then he becomes, you know, sexually stressed, you know, which turns you off even more. And that vicious cycle goes through, you know, and instead, when he starts showing sign of stress, that's when you need to engage more to alleviate that stress. 
Otherwise, you're just going to keep going in that vicious circle. Now, now, I get that you may not be the cause of the stress. But that doesn't mean you don't have the ability to help eliminate that stress or reduce that stress and have a more happy and engaged husband or a more happy, engaged person in your relationship. So maybe, you know, you can't just wait until you're suddenly turned on. You know, and again, you know, sex is not the only thing that you can do. You, know, you can surprise him by having a budget ready and, you know, ready to discuss. You can go off and do a whole lot of non-sexual things to help alleviate stress. You know, but whatever you do, it's more about giving him a little bit of time to relax Exercise to work it off, and sexual pleasure for mood enhancements. Right? Those are ways that you can help him deal with stress. And I tell you what, my wife does these things for me. And it, oh man, it, it, it takes a lot off. You know, when I come home to a clean house, you know, and I'm not tripping over everything, yeah, I'm not as stressed as. You know, walking through the door, barely able to get the door open because a whole bunch of toys are piled in front of it, tripping over every last thing uh, in my path, you know, uh, to my home office or my bedroom, you know, not, you know, stubbing my foot on something. Yeah, you can tell which way is more relaxing. And when I have the opportunity to sit down and maybe watch one show twice a week, that also helps, you know, and, you know, of course, you know, the sex definitely helps, but also her engaging in the budget, her engaging in the finances, you know, I mean, that takes a load off. That takes a lot of stress of me feeling like everything is on my shoulders and success and failure for the entire house is on me. And my biggest breakthroughs have always come during times when I'm just relaxing and she's rubbing my shoulders. So can you do that for your guy? Now, there's a lot of things I do for her in return. There is. You know, uh, there are times when I decide, hey, I need to do some cleaning. Or, hey, I need to get the kids out of the house on the weekends for a few hours for her to relax. Hey, you know what? She needs a shoulder massage. And you know what? She could use a foot rub. You know, she could use some sexual pleasures and, you know, have an, you know, orgasm for me just going down on her, you know, without having to worry or, you know, do anything herself, without her having to, you know, uh, work hard and engage, that she just gets to lay back and relax. You know, you know and I do that. I, I reciprocate. Why? Because I know how much it helps me. So I go off to help her. It's that simple. You know, it's just somebody needs to take the initiative. And if you're listening to this show, and women, you're the ones looking to take the initiative. All right? So I'd like to thank you uh, for listening to this show. 
Um, leave me a rating and review wherever you're listening to this, whether it's in iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever. You know, leave me a rating and review. You know, go ahead and share this. Thank you for listening. I'll be back again soon.